0: welcome in to the old soul new soul astrology podcast with robert glasscock i'm thomas miller thanks for joining us we are winding down our series that has been going so well of saturn transiting through pisces as it approaches the last two signs this one is of course aquarius the sign i like to say is don't tell me what to do so i won't tell you what to say but what about Saturn transiting Pisces for those who have Aquarius on their rising sign or their sun sign?
1: Well, as you know, I
0: always call Saturn the get real planet.
1: And that's really all it is. I think a lot of the books and a lot of the, a lot of astrologers make because traditionally it's called a malefic. Well, it's only malefic if you're ignoring what you need to be paying attention to. And then it is malefic. But it's it's the get-real planet. And for Aquarius rising or Aquarius sun sign, Saturn is transiting Pisces and their second house, which, yes, has to do with money and income, but it really has to do with self-worth. So for every Aquarian, sun sign or rising, this transitional period with Saturn going through Pisces is about transitioning away from what you've been doing in the past toward what you want to do in the future. And it's really a a period of self-redefinition. What worries a lot of people with Saturn and Pisces is the idea of the two fish swimming in different directions. One's looking forward, one's looking backward. So it's true that... Oh really and in, in a sense the last say 29 and a half 30 years of aquarians lives are sl- they're slowly ending at at the same time simultaneously new things are coming in so it can feel uncertain and confusing as far as finances go. There can be a certain amount of anxiety over money with Saturn transiting through Pisces. The need is to try and stay realistic and focused. Always with Saturn and Pisces, there can be a tendency toward escapism in various forms, escaping, taking care of money. Escaping things like setting up uh, a living will, uh, taking care of those sort of responsible matters. Ideally, for Aquarius or Aquarius rising, this period between now and let's say May of 25, when Saturn enters Aries, should be a period of getting your finances in order. And this can include beginning to incorporate some new work, or career or income stream goals that you have. And remember, Saturn always carries with it the meanings of the houses that it rules in a chart. So for Aquarius suns or Aquarius rising, Saturn happens to rule their 12th house and their first house. So, Aquarians, too, during this period between now and the spring of of 25, should be focused on making some personal changes in the way they look, in what they eat and drink, their exercise habits, and so on. It's a wonderful time to get real about health and habits, Uh, What you eat, what you drink, whether or not you exercise, all of these things, even changing your personal appearance, the way you present yourself in the world, the way you look, the way you dress. So the personality of Aquarians, rising or sun sign, is taking on a more mature and realistic outlook. It's a time to let go of... Frivolous, trivial, time-wasting, escapist pursuits and accept some responsibility for what you really want these next years in your life to be about. Take them seriously. And for some Aquarians, this will involve study of some kind, whether it's informal or actually going back to school to get a degree. Second for this, uh, for Aquarius and Sunshine, uh, either rising or, or sunset, Saturn and Pisces can sometimes indicate um, the idea of incorporating travel and long distance including possibly even foreign countries through especially the internet into their work so a lot of Aquarians will tend to have two income streams if they don't already if they have a, a, say a steady job then they are looking to turn a hobby or an avocation into a career to create a secondary income stream for themselves. Another factor that can be present in Aquarians' lives during this period between now and the spring of 25 is the idea potentially of some sort of inheritance or some sort of legal settlement. Some will be going through situations like divorces. Some will be going through situations like retiring and therefore having to structure a retirement package or structure an investment strategy as to what to do with money from a retirement package or a pension fund or possibly from some sort of inheritance. But money gained through those situations, can come into Aquarians' lives. And their challenge, if you want to call it that, is to handle those kinds of funds responsibly. It's a great time for Aquarians to be really seriously considering starting a secondary income stream. And, of course, gregarious Aquarius – happens to rule astrology. So there may be Aquarians out there who are thinking about maybe turning their interest in, in astrology into starting a career into it part-time or maybe full-time, beginning to give readings. Or if they've already been doing readings, maybe setting up a website and becoming more professional about this hobby, whether it's astrology or something else. And there are several hobbies that are particularly favorable for Aquarians in through here. The audiovisual media, such as podcasts and YouTube channels and so on, that's one. If they have an artistic talent or interest, figuring out how to market that talent and sell their creative wares is another one. Writing is another one for Aquarius. Uh, So these are the sorts of responsible, serious, mature ways of thinking. The big message, I guess, with with Saturn and Aquarius for everybody, but I'm uh, Saturn and Pisces, right? Uh, for everybody, but particular Aquarians, is to get a handle on how you are or are not using your time. It's a great period for eliminating time wasting pursuits and maybe time wasting friends as well. So those are the main themes with. Saturn and Pisces for Aquarian and an Aquarius
0: rising. Well, another great walkthrough. I have some questions on this. First, let's clarify a point for people because you mentioned that for those who are Aquarius rising or sun, that Saturn, of course the ruler of ancient ruler of Aquarius, but you said rules their twelfth and first houses. Would you explain why it's two? sure
1: saturn does rule two signs in astrology and many astrologers forget about it saturn is the old chaldean ruler of aquarius as well as capricorn saturn's always ruled capricorn in the ancient days before we discovered uranus saturn ruled aquarius as well it still does aquarius is ruled by two planets saturn is one uranus is the other uranus is a collective planet saturn is the last of the personal so-called personal planets It's also called the, quote, ring past not in the solar system. Saturn actually has rings that we know about. But the planets beyond Saturn are collective planets. They really apply on a collective level. And they're more challenging or difficult to relate to personally, unless you have a personal planet conjunct one of those outer planets. So Saturn rules Capricorn and Aquarius. And for Aquarius suns or Aquarius rising, it therefore rules that 12th house, which has a lot to do with not only health and hospitals and so on, but also uh, the metaphysical realm. That 12th house is a natural house. So for people with Aquarius suns or Aquarius rising who are considering, for example, getting into astrology, All I can say is that start from where you are. Start reading for friends. Don't worry about establishing a big astrology career. It's not easy to make a full-time living as an astrologer. But if you start from where you are, you will realize every astrologer, there are millions of us out there, Every one of us has a different approach based on our own personality and our own gestalt, if you will, including our electromagnetic field. It's the old saying about when the student is ready, the teacher will appear and all of that. Each astrologer will attract exactly the kinds of clients that they are meant to attract. Based on word of mouth, as a rule, I've never advertised, for example, and it took me a a couple of years, really, to realize an interesting fact for me that every new person I read for would send me at least two more referrals within 12 months. And it was true. So, and I think this is true for everybody. You'd start reading for family and friends, and you can read informally. And the way that you read is entirely up to your own personality and what you see when you look at a horoscope. And as you know, Thomas, my mantra is make something out of everything you see in a horoscope. And if you do that, your own sight and your own. take on a horoscope will be different from mine or yours or anybody else's. It will be unique. And your own circle of friends and connections will be unique to where you live and how you work. And of course, another big part of getting an astrology career going is ha- having a means for people to contact you, which today involves a website. But I can encourage those of you who have Aquarius rising or sun signs who are interested in in turning a hobby into a secondary or even primary income strength to pursue it, take it seriously. That's what Saturn is all about. If you love this, this subject as much as I do and you do and so many of us do, if you are getting a lot out of astrology, if you've seen how studying it can improve your own life, That's really your mission, isn't it, is to help show other people how they can improve their own lives by paying attention to what their horoscope has to say to them. And if you will put in the effort under Saturn in Pisces, it will succeed.
0: You know, I've seen a lot of people wanting to do this exactly as you're discussing. And one of the things that I've encourage them is, you know more than you think you do. (laughs) You're more ready than you realize. And what you're saying, I think, agrees with that. Just uh, start where you are. Let it grow. And don't be
1: afraid. Don't be afraid. In the beginning, we're afraid that we're not going to be very good. But trust me, you will. You will attract the right people at the right time and the right questions at the right time. If somebody is asking you, a question: If you don't feel like you can answer it fully or competently, you can always decline to answer it. But think about it. I get questions all the time that are can be very difficult questions, particularly questions having to do with very serious issues like health and so on. Uh, but I I became interested in so-called medical astrology very early on, and there certainly are questions and ways to address those questions that are sensitive to the person and yet still honest and good and thorough astrology. So don't be afraid. I think the kinds of people that will be drawn to you as a new astrology, a new astrologer will be the, the questions that are meant to touch you in a way that will help develop you as an astrologer. And if you have to look up the answers in books, fine, do it. That's what books are for. You may not want to charge people initially. At some point, you will. But let it flow naturally if you put in the work. This is the main thing with Saturn. If you love this as much as I do, it doesn't feel like work. You can't get your hands on enough books. You can't get your hands on enough knowledge. You can't wait to get more and learn more. So it never feels like work. And at some point, naturally, it will evolve into someone, as they did with me, will suddenly say, hey, I'll pay you to read my chart. I think a lot of astrologers have problems in the beginning. Well, am I good enough to charge? If I I am, how much should I charge? And all of that. So don't be afraid to start if this is something in the back of your head, because
0: if you put that effort in, it'll work. I love it. I love that perspective. And, you know, we're recording this in the holiday season of 2023. And somebody put in our Facebook group that's the Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology podcast group on Facebook. If you're not a member of that, we'd love to have you join. It is a private group, we keep it just for known, declared podcast listeners. But somebody put this really cool I don't know what you even call it it's a wheel, it looks like a chart and it's a, it's an astrological design and it says Christian Dior and Saks so it might be in Manhattan somewhere around Saks Fifth Avenue I don't know it doesn't have a location but there's a the significant thing is there's a big crowd of people around it with their phones out taking pictures. So if you don't think that astrology is coming, there are a lot of people right there in New York City this holiday season that are looking at this beautiful circular display of astrology and taking pictures of it. There's a group of readings or you could go hand out cards right there in Manhattan and do well. All right, Robert, thank you for this. We're going to come back in the next series episode of this Saturn in Pisces series and wrap it up with the sign itself. And that will be next on the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.